This morning we come to Psalm 121, the second of these psalms. And as we read it together, I want you to be paying attention for three words in particular. The words help, the word shade, and the word keep, or the word keeper. Help, shade, keep, or keeper. Because these are the words that the psalmists are using to describe what God has done and, and, and what God does do for his people. This is what they're celebrating on their way up the mountain. Psalm 121, verse 1. I lift up my eyes to the hills. and From where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. Let's think about what we're looking at here that we might utilize this in our own hearts to seek the Lord in prayer this morning. The psalmist is asking a vital spiritual question here. What is the source of our security? Keep in mind what they're doing. They're ascending the hill. They're making their way to Jerusalem. They're looking out across the horizon. It was a dangerous journey, a rigorous journey. There were all kinds of dangers and toils and snares that were abounding around them. And the question is, what is the source of our security? Not just physical security but spiritual security as well, as they prepare to meet with the living God. John Calvin, in his commentary, I think helpfully asserts this for us. The psalmist is reflecting a condition which is common to believers. This is intended to be helpful to us. That even though we know our help is in the Lord, right? I mean, every one of us this morning, if we were to ask, where's our help come from? We would, without even thinking, say the Lord. Even though we know our help is in the Lord, even though we know the Lord is our source of security, when danger surrounds us, we still tend to look here and there and everywhere except the Lord for our security. And so in God's kindness, he has the psalmist ask this very question so that we may ponder where our trust really is and make sure that it is securely placed in the only place of confidence. Come on, Life Church, that's, that's helpful this morning. Because that's, that's reality. That's been my experience. And I bet it's been yours as well. The question is, where does our help come from when the rubber meets the road? Where does your help come from? Where do you really look? Where do you turn to? What is your source of protection? In reality, there's really only two answers. It's either God or something else, everything else. And we lump all that together. Some of us try to find security in those moments, though we know we would be quick to answer, God, sometimes we try to find in those moments security in ourselves and what we do. We try to fix the situation. We sit down, we pontificate, we sit down, we strategize, we sit down, we think, what did I read in the book? What, did, what have I seen others go through? And we ourselves just try to fix the situation. Other times we look for a sense of security and, and hope in something outside of us, in other things. 
aid from some outside location. Maybe if I can just get out from under this situation and go to this situation. If I can get out of this job and go to that job or uh, this relationship and go, uh, that's where my help will be. We look for something out there. But ultimately, whether we look to self or whether we look to situations and circumstances outside of us, Psalm 121 points us, there is no help in any of those things. We ourselves or anything outside of us. The only source of help, the psalmist tells us, is God himself, which we know, but do we practice? Look at the words of the psalmist in verse 1, excuse me, verse 2. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Only he has infinite power to create the heavens and earth, omnipotent power. Where else are we going to turn? What do we think has the power to, to help us in our time of need to live triumphantly? He goes on to say in verse 3, He, speaking of God, will not let your foot be moved. That our God, who is the maker of heaven and earth, also simultaneously is actively keeping believers from falling during their spiritual journey. This is not, when he says he keeps your foot from falling, it doesn't mean that there's not going to be physical problems in this life. He's talking about spiritually. We're going to see this more clearly in Revelation 7 this morning. He goes on. He who keeps you in verse 2 will not slumber. Whatever time of day, whatever you're going through, God is wide awake, always alert. He doesn't sleep. He never misses a thing. Where else would we turn to? We go on. Verse 5, the Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. So it's not just he's your keeper, not just that he's an instrument of security, but he is your keeper. He is directly the one who's holding you, keeping you, securing you, helping you, not letting you actively in every moment of every day. He's a refreshing shade. We all know here in the dog days of summer what it is sometimes. And, and I was thinking this week, I was thinking of like a brother James and I was thinking of Freddie and some of you who work out in the heat. And, or you're in hot places, and just, just for a moment there in the middle of the day, if you could just find just a shade, you know, even if it's just momentarily, just what a refreshment that is. And here we're told instantaneously the Lord is declared to be our refreshing shade. And then he goes on. Verse 7, the Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. Here he's talking about, he doesn't mean you're not going to have troubles or trials. We've seen in Revelation 6, that's the world we live in. He doesn't mean that we're never going to be affected by evil in this life. Psalm 23 tells us, we will walk through the valley of the shadow of death. But I can fear no evil. Why? Because you're with me. Not that you keep me from going through it, it's that I don't go through it alone. And that's the promise here in verses 7 and 8. He'll be with us the maker of heaven and earth, the one who will not let your foot slide, the one who is your keeper and the shade on your right hand accompanies you in everything. And he's concerned with the whole of your life from beginning to end. There's nothing we go through that he's not there. So again, I appreciate Calvin's comments because nothing has been said this morning that any one of you couldn't have stood up here and said, this is a remarkable truth. The problem here is not knowledge. The problem here is application. The problem here is, I don't know, maybe you've walked in with something this morning. And if you haven't, you, you will in the next day or week or month. The Lord knows in those moments we are quick to despair. 
in those moments, we are weak of faith. And this morning, he kindly pulls himself up next to us and says, whispers in your, hey, beloved child, I know you're just a little child, so I'm going to tell you over and over and over, no matter what the world or your experience or your flesh is telling you, I'm with you. I will help you. I won't let your foot slide. You will not finally fall. It's because I am the Almighty, the maker of heaven and earth with omnipotent power. And I am your help. The question for us is, is that where our sense of security is? As needy children, we gather together to seek the Lord in prayer. He's accessible to us. And this is a message that we have to preach to our heart day after day after day, moment after moment after moment.